Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. I'm here today with Danielle Jones, and she's an amazing health coach. She's going to tell you a little bit about herself. Um, But before we do that, I just want to let you guys know that what we're doing today is a super fun episode because we are going to be doing a bit of a hot seat coaching session with Danielle, just talking about her content strategy. And also, I think it's going to be super beneficial for everybody listening today who's struggling with how do you create content for your ideal client? How do you create content that converts to something, whether that's sign up for your lead magnet or sign up for a discovery call, things like that. And um, Danielle, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Cool. Well, we're happy to have you. And tell everybody your Instagram handle and what you do first. Uh, My Instagram handle is dareme underscore Danielle. I am a certified nutritionist and I help busy, driven, professional women um, get healthy and stay healthy and, you know, live, have this energized life and live the life that they actually love. And they can pour out of a full cup rather than giving their family leftovers. Yeah, for sure. There's something that I just heard yesterday that's like, who's taking care of you? You're taking care of everybody else as a busy mom. Who's taking Mm -hmm. care of you? And I, um, and actually that comes from one of my clients. I got to give her a shout out, Jennifer Pressamone. And um, (laughs) she's, so so I think so, I think this is common. These women, we are so busy. Yes. (laughs) Oh, we come last. Um, So anyways, I, what stood out to me and we connected originally on Instagram. I just love everybody check her out on Instagram because she has a very colorful feed and she's very personable and you know good tips so that's that's a great starting point there's nothing to be um ashamed about when it comes to your content not that you are but i'm just saying like a lot of people think they're doing it wrong and sometimes you're not doing it wrong it's just maybe there's some tweaks we can make right so yeah um so tell me a little bit about what you're struggling with when it comes to posting and content and you know where, where are you getting stuck? My, I get stuck with like creating content that actually sounds like organic mm-hmm. and that I'm solving a problem. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't want to sound, you know, just like I'm talking at someone. I really want to actually be helpful in the content and as well as, you know, have some, you know, the women as a client to be able to actually help them reach the goals that they're trying to um, accomplish. Totally. Okay, so when it comes to uh, making it sound organic and speaking directly to your ideal client, mm-hmm. what would you say um, are some things that she, because when you said your statement earlier where you were saying, mm-hmm. you know, I help busy women, I help them fill their own cup, what does she hate or what does she not, what's the reason why she's not already at that goal? Because what the one part of your statement that I would add or, or tweak 
is after you say, um, you know, I help her, I help busy driven women eliminate fatigue and I'm reading your bio too. Um, mm -hmm. excess weight, feel empowered without what, why is she not already there? She's not already there because she's already feeling like um, she doesn't have the time. Mm -hmm. Like I can't add one more thing to my plate because I feel like it's going to take up so much time. Okay. So she doesn't realize that it doesn't take as much time as she thinks she doesn't have the strategies, you know, to do it. Mm -hmm. And she's overhearing about it really, honestly. Like I don't want to hear one extra thing to add on to my plate because I have a lot of other things going on um, in life. Okay. Yeah. So something maybe to consider is like mm -hmm. in your bio where you say helping busy driven women eliminate mm -hmm. fatigue and excess weight, feel empowered and energized to conquer life. I love the conquer life phrase. That's mm -hmm. awesome. self-care through nutrition. I would maybe shorten it up and just take out busy because, you know, I, mm -hmm. well, if you need to eliminate, because they, you give you, they give you a limited amount of space. Yes. <laughs> you can say something like, um, helping driven or busy, you can pick one of those women yeah. eliminate fatigue, excess weight or comma excess weight and get empowered, um, to conquer life without tons of time or without mm -hmm. um, hours of meal prep or without whatever she's dreading or thinking like, I wouldn't work with you because I think you're going to give me all this homework. Yes. Know? Yes. Um, yeah, so that might be one one small tweak, but then when it comes to the content and how do you create something that's organic, what do you mean by, I feel like it doesn't sound organic or it's not, like, what do you mean by that? For me, I want it to sound like me, mm -hmm. um, like my personality. I don't want it to sound like, you know, it's something that someone else has said. Like, of course, it's going to be something. We, it's nothing that we've never heard. You know, we're not teaching anything new. We're not reinventing the wheel. But I just want it to be my personality without, you know, still sounding professional. Mm -hmm. But that's what I mean by, I guess, organic when I say that. Okay. Got it. So when it comes to content and like the structure of content, mm -hmm. there's, there's, and partly probably why you feel like it's not, it, it doesn't sound like me sometimes, is, is there formulas? For content, mm -hmm. right? It's not mm -hmm. like you're just having a conversation with somebody and you could tweak the combo based on what they're saying back and forth to you. It's something where you have your headline and then you have like your juicy statement that gets them to keep reading. And then you have mm -hmm. the actual meat and potatoes value of the posts where you're giving the tips and then you have your call to action. And so what's mm -hmm. probably happening is you're feeling like I'm kind of following what people are doing on social media and it just feels <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Part of what you can do, and, you know, I think that you already do this, but it is video posts, right? So mm -hmm. if you're feeling inorganic, you can spice it up and have for every other post, you know, a IGTV or a reel, the reels mm -hmm. are on Instagram and that's what yeah. Instagram's prioritizing right now. <laughs> I've still yet to dive into reels, but I really want to, I just like you the time of, of doing that is not cool um so anyway so so do you do how how often are you on video not on there enough that is one of my like struggles is video only because I'm so like critical of myself mm -hmm. and I'm worried about the wrong thing on the video so mm -hmm. video is definitely something I I need to do more of 
Okay. Yeah, because then you're able, you're going to have, no matter what, mm -hmm. you're going to have posts that, that have to have a structure. And honestly, even though you feel like it's not organic, it is what people want to read because it's a, mm -hmm. it's satisfying to our brain to have, mm -hmm. to be able to read a post and be like, I got something out of this. There was a tip or there was a story that I related to Danielle with. And that's another thing that, that I want to bring up is storytelling posts. That's mm -hmm. another way you can make it feel way more authentic. So, um, so let's first, let's talk about the different types of posts and then we'll go back to video as well. Cause that's something we can be leveraging. So mm -hmm. first let's talk about the generic posts and, and mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with them. And we can talk about how you can make each one personal. So when it comes to writing content, you have posts that are around pain points of your ideal client. And those would be posts that are either pointing out their pain point that they didn't realize that they had, like that they thought was just normal or pointing out pain points um, that they know they have. They've been researching how to fix it. And they've just either been chickening out from getting a coach or solving the problem, or they keep falling off the wagon or, or you know, whatever. They're, they just haven't solved it yet, but they know they have it. So that's, those would be posts where maybe you, um, and what I would suggest you do after this episode is like take out a journal and mm -hmm. write out and I don't know if, have you ever talked have you ever done market research with um any like people in your audience like have you ever interviewed them or asked them what they struggle with or gotten feedback I've done it like through the like google forms I guess okay. I've done it through that and I've even like sent friends like questions and then just have them like send it back things like that that's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would go back to that. And mm -hmm. even if you have to get on the phone with somebody to hear their voice and how they explain and speak their language, mm -hmm. the, the, I would go back to those forms, look at exactly how they phrase their problems and what they said, and mm -hmm. write down what are 30 pain points I can talk about over the next 16 to 90 days. Cause you're going to have other posts mm -hmm. that aren't just about that. Right. Mm -hmm. Write down 30 point pain points. Oh, they said, I hate my legs or, Oh, I, um, feel self-conscious about blah, 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 or I don't know what to feed my kids or whatever. And mm -hmm. I write all those down, get all these bullet points down. And then from there, you can start to structure your posts, like create headlines that are around that. So you, it'd be something like three, you know, surprising ways you can get your kids to eat vegetables. If it, if the struggle was, I don't know how to get my kids to eat vegetables or, um, or a quote, like, I hate my body or whatever they said. And then mm -hmm. into like, ladies, I know like from a love place, giving them some tips, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. That's those type of posts. And though, and the way you structure those there, if you Google and I highly recommend this might help you get your writing style a little more you, you have to, you know, it's kind of like in school when we learn a format or we learn a, um, you know, whatever. And then we, once we learn it, then we're able to start making it our own and tweaking it or taking out what we don't like or, you know, whatever. So I highly yes. recommend Googling HubSpot copywriting formulas. HubSpot? Yeah. HubSpot okay. copywriting formulas. And it is amazing. <laughs> so they'll give mm. you exact formulas you want to use to write your posts. But then you're going to be able to look at that and say, well, you know, but I would phrase it like this or, you know, whatever, right? You mm -hmm. can so that's the first type of post is pain point posts. 
second type of post and every um, business coach will tell you different types of posts. This is just what I see and what I've seen work. Um, second type of post is social proof posts. So that's where you're bringing up and, and I'll, I'm going to lump just for time's sake, I'm going to lump social proof posts and credibility posts together because they kind of mm-hmm. do the same thing. They mm-hmm. both get people to trust you and see you as the expert. So with, with social proof posts, and by the way, is this help? If you can, you can interrupt me at any time if I'm talking too much. Oh, no, 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 no you're fine. I'm taking notes. <laughs> okay, it's all good. I just want to try to make, treat, trying to coach you, but also make sure when our audience listens to this, they'll get some sense out of it too. Um, so, so social proof posts and credibility, what that means is like, you would come in a video and talk about one of your clients, where she started from versus where she is now. And you don't need to say her name, you know, cause I know everybody says, well, it's, it's private. Well, you don't need to say her name. Um, yes. and just talk about her journey and what, what some main aha moments were in the coaching and that's social proof, or you get a quote from a, t- from a client and you share it. Um, or you share your own story. So this is where credibility comes in. If you had um, a month where you and uh, under three hours a week, you've been, uh, I don't know, you've found a hack or way that it has to be a success that your ideal client wants. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like for a business coach, it'd be something like, oh my God, I launched and made X dollars and say it, which I don't love doing these. I don't, but people do it okay so uh, i launched and i made x dollars in two weeks you can too and, and that's kind of like a credibility post mm-hmm. um, so yours would be something around health and, and wellness um mm-hmm. so that's the second type of post the, and again you can use the hubspot formulas to to structure it but we'll go back to making it your own later third type mm-hmm. of post is storytelling posts and maybe this is what you need more of because you're mm-hmm. like, so generic just sharing tips and it's so generic yeah Um, so with storytelling what you want to do with storytelling is not just randomly share you know the time you met tony tony robbins randomly (laughs) at an airport like because what's the point of the story you want to share stories that you can tie to the key pain points or goals of your ideal client um so what would be some I guess emotional or like emotional or deep rooted things, beliefs, uh, par- like paradigms that your ideal client has that could be helpful for how, what kind of stories you write. Um, one would be just not feeling like yourself and just doesn't know why. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like myself. I don't look like myself like I just am not myself mm-hmm. okay so maybe and was there a time can you relate to that or can you think of a client who you coached through that or was there a book you read that helped you through like is there anything that comes up for you that could be a potential story you could share um for myself like I went through that like whenever I first started like I just did not feel look any of that like myself and so it that's what actually jump-started me into this whole thing mm-hmm. okay good so that would be an example of where maybe you can think of um a, 
a point where like a part where you had a breaking point or a meltdown or or you you didn't do something because of the way you felt like you didn't mm. go on a I don't know family vacation because you needed to be I, I don't know I'm getting up yes. I'm very bad at coming up with examples <laughs> on, <laughs> but you know if there was a vacation you were on and you were supposed to be relaxing and having fun but you were in your caught up in your head the whole time thinking about how you didn't feel like yourself and you know blah 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 that would be an example um and the way that you tell stories would be well first you have to have you have to have a like a lesson in it or a encouraging part of it um or just almost, sometimes it's enough to just be like i know how you feel you know mm -hmm. you don't need a big like by the way, here's the system I use to solve this problem, right? Um, yeah. So, so I would also, so in addition to doing your 30 ideas for the pain points, I would do 30 ideas of stories your ideal client would relate to or uh, limiting beliefs that they have that could get mm -hmm. you thinking about what kind of stories you can do around those things. Mm-hmm. Same thing with objections. And that leads me to the next type of post, the fourth type of post, which is objection busting post. Because your content could be sweet and nice and helpful and give tips and be relatable. But if you're never pointing out, like your job as a coach and nutritionist is to hold your clients accountable to what they want, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're never pointing out like, hey guys, you've been reading these posts for six months. What have you actually, have you done anything we've talked mm -hmm. about? Right? You have to mm -hmm. have some posts that are like a little bit accountability, tough love, like why haven't we talked yet <laughs> type of thing, right? Yeah. Um, so, so write down those 30 like limiting beliefs or um, quotes or things that they would say that you could maybe structure a story around. Mm -hmm. And same thing with excuses, make a list of those that, or, or like why they haven't reached out to you or, or signed up with you, et cetera. Because mm -hmm. um, in objection busting posts, you wanna be, you can use storytelling or you can use tips or, or whatever you want to, to help them through those. Um, but you wanna be clear on like, and get feedback from your audience. Like why haven't they, reached out why aren't they signing up with a nutritionist um and make sure you're making some posts addressing the, those white elephants in the room because then mm -hmm. it's going to make the sales process much easier compared to constantly feeling like you know you, your content's really nice and inspiring but nobody's taking action from it mm -hmm. so do you have any questions um so far just about like storytelling or um objections things like that no, these are really good. And like you said, a lot of it, like a lot of those little pain points and like limiting beliefs, um, even the excuses can come from the market research. Cause I can ask, why haven't you, you know, in that, and then they can name and list all the reasons why. And I can come up with, um, like you said, storytelling, um, and the, just the objection busting, um, post is really good. Cause I really don't do that. So that's actually really good. Yeah. And it's not, it, like, don't be afraid to be a little bit polarizing and, and you know, and have, like, 
it doesn't always have to be just educational or inspirational quotes. Mm -hmm. The other thing though, um, what was I going to say about that? Because you brought up a really good point when you said, I can ask, why haven't you? Oh, use, you, if they say it's, I mean, a lot of times it's going to be surface level stuff. Like it's going to be, oh, I don't have time or, oh, I, it's too expensive mm -hmm. for me right? Mm -hmm. so there's typically a deeper reason, or there's a reason why they don't see it valuable enough to pay for a coach. So you have to get mm -hmm. down to those reasons and mm -hmm. make sure that you're communicating the value of what you do enough, rather than just saying, Hey guys, I know you think that coaching is too expensive, but here's the thing, like, you know, you got to get to the root belief. Why, why aren't you worth that? Why? Yeah. Right. Rather than just saying like, you know, I don't know, you buy booze and you buy <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Why can't you buy this? Yeah. You could do that and that will help too, but you want to kind of get to the deeper reasons and, and using analogies is another really good way. If you're ever uh, wanting to coach somebody through an objection, mm -hmm. analogies are always good. Like I can't, I'm going <laughs> to, I, maybe I shouldn't share it because I'm going to butcher it. Uh, my One of my mentors told me sometime, oh, I think I'm going to butcher it, but I'll, I'll try anyways and we'll get a laugh out of it. It, it was like, uh, some people really don't, uh, if, you, if you wanted to, uh, no, I'm just going to butcher it. It's, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but he was, it was about a well and it was about like, you don't want to be the coach who's, who's, we were talking actually about who's your ideal client and who do you want to target and reach. And mm -hmm. Uh, he was saying like, you don't want to have some, like somebody in a hole or ditch or whatever. And you're, and they're trying to climb. They're, they're not trying to climb out. They're just expecting you to lift them out of there and grab their arm. Mm. You want somebody who's, who wants what you had to offer is kind of trying to climb to the top and you're lending them a hand and whatever, enhancing blah, blah, blah. Like, the, I don't know. They see the value of getting out of the well versus, mm -hmm. the ditch versus staying in there. Yeah. Terrible job of me explaining that <laughs> uh, but you get the picture so yeah. when you use analogies that's a good thing um okay so we talked about storytelling posts pain point mm -hmm. posts social proof and credibility um the objection busting posts and then the mm -hmm. last piece is just value-based or educational based like giving them a quick win of some kind so that they actually get to experience what you do and they trust you based on what you're teaching them. And I think mm -hmm. that it's, um, a lot of times people overcomplicate um, over content, mm -hmm. but to be honest, the best thing we can do is give somebody a transformation through our content and the tips we're sharing if they go implement it, because then they're going to associate you with that win. And, and I've had some, I'm sure you've had people who've been like, I love your content, it's helped me. So now the next step, would be to work together. Um, so would you say, now let's talk about the, the how do you make this your own situation? Mm -hmm. I think the market research will be helpful to do that because you're gonna hear their language, you're gonna see their quotes, you're gonna yeah. know how to speak to them directly based on those that feedback. But at the same time, what would you say would feel like if you, if there were no rules, and you could literally post whatever you want, anytime you want, however you want, what comes to mind or what would be different or what would that look like? Mm, it probably would be, uh-oh, well, sorry. Okay. Yeah, 
it probably would be um, more um, like video mm -hmm. and just like having like more like real like conversational type things because mm -hmm. I really do enjoy uh, in-person like face-to-face -face environments. I love having events. I love having people there in front of me. So having some type of interaction, um, it would be video and having those conversations and then kind of just be like, okay, ask me a question and then really educating them in that area of something that they're interested in or, you know, on my perspective of it. Yeah. And the reason why video is so cool when you go live or do an Instagram live is you can see the comments in real time and answer those questions. And then you can repurpose those video, that one big video into smaller little things and more people will have that question. So it's so it is, it is interactive and it fills that void that you're feeling like, I'm just like talking to myself here with this <laughs> writing these posts, right? So yes. with video, I think the key thing is, um, well, I have an actual, this, the podcast that came out this week is about video confidence and influence. So it'd be good to check out. Mm. Um, and hopefully I can just send you the link after this, if I remember, but okay. if you remind me, I will, I, I, <laughs> now that I'm saying it, I will, but, um, but the guy who, the, who was on there and, and what we talk about in the zero to hero coach program is the order of, of your video. So again, just like the copywriting formulas, your video kind of wants to have a little bit of structure. Yeah. But some people say, as soon as you give me a script or an outline, I become this robot. I'm not myself. It feels really inauthentic. So my suggestion is if you're new and you're mm -hmm. a little nervous about it, have your points and know what you want to say, but don't worry about being strict about like, I have to get the call to action and I have to da 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 da. But mm -hmm. if you are a pro and you're like ready to nail this, the structure generally that I share with my clients is first you want to say what's the headline right away because mm -hmm. you have three seconds literally to capture somebody's attention. So you want yeah. to be like, and even if it's a Q and A, that's fine. But like, you know, you come on strong and you say, um, what's what's like a key struggle or statement or something. Um, people always ask about like intermittent fasting or something. Okay. Intermittent fasting. We're going to talk today about the three main things you want to do if you're doing intermittent fasting and what you definitely want to avoid or who it's not for or something like that. And then mm -hmm. you go into, I'm Danielle, I'm a black, and you always have to say your little elevator pitch, what you do, right? Yeah. Um, comment yes below, get those little calls to comment throughout. And then you mm -hmm. say, all right, so let's get into it. And then you go into whatever the intermittent fasting information is. You see first mm -hmm. And you want to also, if you can, in the beginning, when you would have said that, give a hook for them to stay till the end, mm -hmm. um, give the tips, read the comments, all that stuff. And at the end and in the middle, you can kind of work into your conversation, by the way, either a lead magnet or book a call with my, with a free intro call or whatever. Mm -hmm. For example, you could, um, say something like, um, you know, by the way, if you want three, my, my intermittent, the different, three different types of intermittent fasting, I have a mm -hmm. free magnet checklist. It's going to share the pros and cons of each and which one you should do based on your goals or something like that. Drop yes, mm -hmm. drop yes below and I'll send you a video or something like that. Or you could say this mm -hmm. week only, I'm offering three intermittent fasting consult calls where we're going to talk about which type of intermittent fasting might be right for you. 
if it's not right for you, blah, 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 blah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so going back to what you struggle with, with video, I I'm afraid of how, I think you said, uh, what, what did you say earlier? Like how I, I'm always worried about the wrong thing. Like I'm worried about like what I look like. When am I stuttering over my words? Do I sound like, you know, the expert, um, you know, of what I'm talking about? Like the, you know, what I'm talking about, things like that. I think that's normally my issue with video. Yeah. Which more practice I know will help with that. Right. Well, there's a few things I know. And I talk to a lot of people who do feel that way. And it is weird because you're like talking to a camera lens and you're, you're trying to picture your ideal client and it's new and you want to sound good and whatever. But the key is, I think there's a couple things. One is if you and somebody, um, think about it like you're on a phone call or FaceTime with Mm -hmm. your ideal client. And it's, if you're focused on yourself and what you look like and what you sound like, I, what snapped me out of that, because I used to do the same thing. My chest would turn red my voice would quiver. <laughs> Sometimes I mess up all the, I mean, I mess up all the time on video now, but now it's like <laughs> a part of my brand. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. Uh, no, I actually have had people say like, wow, you do it so imperfectly. That makes me feel like I can go on video. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that's so nice. So uh, no, they mean it in a good way, but you know what I mean? So anyways, um, I would say that what was I saying before that I went on a tangent this is an example of me messing up on video but just like going working through like you know like getting over the quivering of your voice and that worrying about what you look like yeah what snapped me out of it was um that's selfish because nobody Mm -hmm. wants to be selfish right Mm -hmm. you are if imagine if you were getting paid to go live you wouldn't be thinking about am I stumbling over my words what do I look like, et cetera. You'd be focused on giving the best delivery and support and being personable to your audience that you can, right? It shifts mm-hmm. your focus. So think about, and it's a disservice to your audience if you're all up in your head. They want the best of you. They want you just delivering the message to them. So tell them what they need to hear and practice beforehand a lot, you know, make mm-hmm. an outline, practice in the mirror if you have to, think about your just FaceTiming your friend and, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully that will help. But why, why do you think you are so caught up in your head about how people receive you? Um, I think it goes back to my like deep rooted, like limiting beliefs on my deep rooted, like perfectionism um thing so that is like something that I'm also like you know always working on for me personally so that's why it's easy for me to speak to it because not only have I like overcome it in a lot of ways but I still do struggle with it in certain areas for sure I know I had about a week or so where and it's like where I kind of wasn't posting content because I was like, oh, my structure is so bad or, oh, like the, this post is, <laughs> sucks. Like I don't mm-hmm. have nothing to say. I just was being like super internal. And, and the, that is, serves nobody because number one, you're putting yourself behind in your own business and this is mm-hmm. your job. So unfortunately you have to separate your own deep rooted things and treat this like it's just a part of your job. 
and mm. you have to show up for it. And there's, and it, even though you're managing yourself and you don't have a boss to say like, Hey, where have your posts and videos been this week? Mm-hmm. Right? Like you have to think about that for yourself and separate mm. your business and the duties of your business and the roles you have to play in your business. Cause you're the video star, you're the content creator, you're the administrative assistant, you're like mm-hmm. you do all the things from yeah. your personal uh, I, I, I feel weird or, or whatever. It's, think about it, it's like you had to give a presentation at work. You wouldn't just, you know, opt out of it or, or you, you wouldn't want to be caught up in your head the whole time because they made you do this presentation at work and you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but I hear you with the perfectionism. And so what happens if you mess up on a live? I mean, at that point I, I'm already there, you know, so I just, you have to keep going. You could easily I can easily laugh at myself and I'm like y'all know me y'all know I'm a little crazy so moving on right. <laughs> so, right. that's just what it is and I think that sometimes what helps a lot of my clients is if you just call it out if you say hey guys mm-hmm. I'm honestly a little nervous today I'm just letting you know but we're gonna go mm-hmm. into the content and mm-hmm. I've like burped on videos had like <laughs> you know, and it's it is what it is right so I think yeah. that calling it out one sentence, you don't need to dwell on it, but sometimes just saying it makes you feel so much better. And the Mm -hmm. other thing is worst case, here's the best news ever. You don't like the video and it was live. You don't post it when you're done. And only the people who were on there live, the three people from high school that were on there saw it and nobody else needs to see it. (laughs) Or you you just don't. Okay. Yeah. There's no real downside, except you're just going to get better. More people are going to get familiar with your brand. Um, You're going to learn more about your audience. They're going to trust you more. Like there's only an upside pretty much. And you just delete it if you don't like it. But I wouldn't encourage you to do that because if you're a perfectionist, you might be like, I have to delete every single video. Yes, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You'll get over that soon because if you are conscious about your time and Mm -hmm. you you spent time doing a video, sometimes that trumps (laughs) feeling like the the perfectionism. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, um, so I have your content open on my computer right now Mm -hmm. and I noticed that you share some like wellness recipes uh, or egg, egg. I'm reading about an, a nice egg roll recipe, which sounds tasty. Uh, <laughs> I'm seeing lunch break vibes and you're using a lot of emojis and things like that. So to me, as an outsider looking in, there's nothing about this to me that says like, oh, this is so like not personal or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any questions about like content calls to action, um, things that maybe we haven't covered or certain posts that you're like, I don't know. I feel like what can I do to improve and maybe I can help on the, like I, you gave like really good tips, especially with the storytelling and then like the credibility, just giving me more, um, things to work around as far as when I'm thinking about like the subject of this post, mm-hmm. I think for me more, I need, um, more like call to action, 
whether even if it is just to read a blog or um, to get like a freebie or something like that, I need uh, more of those because even looking at my feed, like, can you even tell what I do? You know, it just looks yeah. like I'm somebody who's into health and wellness. You can't tell that I have clients or, you know, that I work with clients, you know? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up and you, <laughs> you did this all yourself because that's so true. I see you, you talk about, and it's not salesy to bring up like, Hey, I was just on a client call today. And what was really striking to me was that you guys struggle with blah, 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 blah. And then you mm-hmm. go into this video, but you worked in, I do coaching, right? And yeah. same thing with like your, your method in your program. Don't be afraid mm-hmm. to go into that and say like, I have the four C's. Oh, I mean, I just made that up, but like, mm-hmm. you know, courage, uh, cabbage (laughs) I don't know (laughs) right but like you know and you bring it up and say the reason why I developed this method was because I used to struggle with something and Mm. so bringing up your method bringing up client conversations bringing up hey I have three spots open right now for calls this week um Mm -hmm. it's a free jumpstart call and you can comment yes below if you want to learn more or whatever um would be good and, and don't be afraid of showing behind the scenes of your coaching program. If you like have, you know, an Instagram story where you're scrolling through something cool about mm-hmm. your prep guide or whatever. And the other thing is um, with, do, do they know what I do? As long as in your videos, you keep saying it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And you do have it in your bio, which is good and you start to incorporate some of those social proof posts, I do think, I agree with you that it will be really apparent. And you have to think that everybody come, who comes, you might feel like a broken record. Mm-hmm. Like, I keep repeating myself, but you have to think that everybody who's coming to your feed is seeing you for the very first time. This is their first impression. And they're not, they're paying, their capacity to pay attention is about 20% out of 100 mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're not paying that much attention to you and mm-hmm. that's a refreshing thing when it comes to your videos people nobody's paying that much attention they're probably driving they have the video on they're scrolling and mm-hmm. your job is to capture their attention so it's actually quite the opposite of oh my god how do i look how do i feel blah, blah, blah. it's more like nobody's paying attention to you unfortunately and that's why we have to go live and do these things consistently because Sadly, nobody's paying attention. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, and there was one other point you made just now with, do they know what I do? I need more calls to action. Oh, the last point that I would make about the calls to action. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a great call to action, especially if you know how to build relationships and you're more comfortable just connecting with people and hearing their goals on a one-on-one setting is inviting conversation, inviting them to connect with you in some way. So being like, mm. you know, what's, um, and asking questions that could lead somewhere. So in other words, and lead to them opening up about something you can help with. So in other words, if you did an intermittent fasting video and you said like, you know, I want you to comment below what's been your biggest, um, reason for trying intermittent fasting and they say weight loss or something, then you have somebody after the video to say, Hey, I noticed you, um, we're trying to intermittent fasting for weight loss. You know, sometimes I find that my clients, that's not the best way to start. And I don't know, like, don't yeah. you say it the way I just did, but like, 
give some feedback or advice and say, by the way, if you ever and see what they say back, see if you can mm -hmm. help them. And if it leads to, hey, why don't we just, it's much easier to hop on a call about this. Are you free this week? That's the way to go about sometimes your call to action. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's really good. Cool. Okay, Danielle, so let's wrap up by, why don't you just share with everybody um, a little more about your method and the way that you work with women um, and give your all your contact info and stuff as well. Cool. Well, I really, I work with women. A lot of it is, um, I start with like mindset. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really big on mindset because a lot of it for me was mindset. I'm really big on like affirmations and, you know, just really building that confidence so that whenever we are working on these things, that it's easier to stay consistent within it. Um, I also do a lot of methodology, like with, um, or, you know, tools and strategies of staying consistent. Mm -hmm. Like I really am about staying consistent because it's really hard when you're busy to stay consistent and it's really easy to go off track um, mm -hmm. when you go off once. It's like, oh, well, I'm already here. Let me just finish this day off and, and maybe I'll start again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's famous thing is either I'll start tomorrow or I'll start on Monday. No, Monday is today. And it's yeah. your next meal. It's your next snack. It's whatever that next opportunity is that you have available to be healthy again. I love that. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's one of the big things I work with. And I do, and I, and I really believe that it's self-care to take care of your health and wellness of yourself. And so that's kind of what I, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, I'm like, this is you taking self-care through nutrition. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's really what I'm big on. I, um, on IG, a lot of the times I also have a Facebook page. It's the same thing. Dare me Danielle. Um, and I came up with dare me because it's, you know, when you were a kid, think about being dared to do something, you know, it's a dare, like I'm daring you to do this for yourself, for your family. Um, and even if it's not just, you know, health and wellness, I'm daring you to be the, to show up for yourself at work or to try that new thing or um, to take that big leap or whatever it is. So I, I really connected with that word in order to encourage and inspire um, women to do these things for themselves. So that's a little bit about me. <laughs> Love that. I really like that. And I agree. It's I, it is it is kind of a dare because in our society sometimes it's seen as oh selfish or oh mm -hmm. you know, right so I think that's cool so um, everybody can find her online and she already announced her um, Instagram dare me underscore Danielle as well as a couple of other places and um, thanks so much for coming on the show Danielle this was fun thank you I appreciate all the help that you provided everything was great and i appreciate um us connecting yes thank you and for everybody listening if you struggle with content and you don't know what the heck you should be doing go ahead and uh i guess i'll give you my instagram at Haley underscore row send me a dm and say hey check out my content i'd love your feedback and we can set up a free call with my team so thanks so much, Danielle. We'll talk soon and adios, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to haleyrow.com slash strategy hyphen call 
to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.